I'd like to begin this morning by drawing your attention in the gathering space to, on the bulletin board down by the water fountain, our new Diocese of Bismarck 2019-2020 uh, vocation poster featuring the 21 seminarians who are studying being formed to be priests for the Diocese of Bismarck this year. In light of that, I also want to highlight the fact that all, all the entrances, um, we have this prayer card with the bright shining faces of these 21 young men uh, who are studying to be priests. I invite you to take one home and pray for our seminarians. On the back, uh, there's a wonderful prayer written where you can uh, recite that, hopefully on a daily basis. So please take one on your way out, uh, put it in your, uh, your Bible, your devotional book, your prayer book. Please pray for our seminarians. I think it's a great thing that the diocese uh, has these printed. Uh, these weren't around when I was in the seminary. Had they been, I might have turned out. Uh, I know I didn't. And so uh, let's make sure we're praying for our seminarians so that they turn out um, as God wants them to. I also ask you a favor as you pray for our seminarians. I also ask that you pray for any of the young men whose picture and name is not on here, but who should be. I'm convinced, of course, that the Lord is calling many men to the priesthood even in these days. And it's not a matter of him not calling, it's oftentimes a matter of us not responding for whatever reason. So I ask that favor that you pray for any of the young men, especially in our own parish, whose name and face should be on a card like that, but for whatever reason is not. We're blessed here. We have one seminarian, John Windsor. We're grateful that John's in the seminary. We pray for him. A parish like this should have five. I don't know where I came up with five, but I came up with five. <laughs> Just think about it for a moment. We have a grade school of 275 kids. We have a middle school for grades 6, 7, and 8 with 300 kids. We have a high school of 350 kids. We have a university south of here that's a wonderful Catholic university. We should have more than one seminarian here. I'm glad we have John, but we should have many more. Not to mention the fact that we have wonderful families like your own. So let's make sure that in our own hearts, in our own families, in our own parish, we have a culture where something like that is accepted and normal and encouraged and welcomed. So I invite any of our parents to imagine, what would you say if your young son came home and said, Mom, Dad, I think God is calling me to be a priest. What would your response be? If it's anything less than you have our full support, that's where the Lord is calling us to conversion at this time. So please pray for our seminarians. The gospel today, Jesus asks his disciples, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? What's the answer to that question? I don't know. I would like to be able to say yes, that when Jesus returns, he will indeed find faith on earth. But are you and I actually convinced that he will? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer by any means, but I don't know if you saw the news this week, either uh, cable news or different news networks featured a new study released, a national survey, 
that Christianity, not Catholicism, that people who identify as Christians in general, Catholics, Protestants, uh, non-denominational, so on and so forth, people who identify as Christians in the last 10 years in this country has dropped by 10%, 1% per year. Those who identify as Christian in America right now are down to 65%. It was 75% in 2009. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The fastest growing religious denomination in this country are the nuns, N-O-N-E-S. Those who have no religious affiliation or atheists or agnostic. In the last 10 years, that has grown by 10%. 2009 is 10% lower than it is today. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? I think in order to try to address the answer to that question, we have to make it a bit more local. How about this? When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith in this country? And he will find faith in this country to the degree that he finds it in Western North Dakota. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith in Western North Dakota? The answer to that question is found in the question, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith in the city of Bismarck, in this parish? And Jesus will find faith in this parish to the degree that he finds it where? In your homes, in our homes. Let me take it a step further. When the Son of Man comes, will you find faith in your homes? The answer to that question is only yes if he first finds faith here. Jesus will find faith on earth to the degree that he finds faith in each and every heart of his disciples. Will he find faith in you? Will he find faith in me? In order to answer that question, one last one. Have any of you ever written a Dear John letter to God? You're like, what's a Dear John letter? A Dear John letter comes from World War II. A Dear John letter is called a Dear John letter because from 1880 to 1923, the most common boy's baby name year after year for 43 straight years was John. A Dear John letter was written to a U.S. soldier serving overseas in World War II. And it was written by his beloved back home, either his fiance or his girlfriend, or sadly, even in some cases, his wife. And a Dear John letter began by saying, Dear John, I write to tell you that I have found someone else. I write to tell you that I have found someone else. Have we, in a, figure, in a figurative way, written a Dear John letter to God? Dear God, I write to tell you that although I once loved you and followed you and were close to you, in these last days I have found someone else.
I trust you get the point that it's so easy for us to find replacements for Christ the Lord. We get so distracted, myself certainly, certainly, certainly included. If we've written a dear John letter to God saying we have found another love, may we renew our love for the Lord in these days and ask to take that letter back and say, Lord, I will follow you and I love you and I will serve you and I will ensure that you and your kingdom are the center of my life, the center of my family, so that when the Son of Man returns, we can say with a resounding yes that he will find faith starting right here.